All right, everyone. Well, uh, so it's a, uh, a new fiscal year, and we're all excited that we're all uh, still in business and excited that everyone's joined us here. Again, as a reminder, let's try to start these meetings promptly. A little bit of news for the day. You may have noticed that the uh, clerics of Sylvanas are our new neighbors downstairs, and uh, they recently moved in. And so make sure you give them you know, a hearty hello and welcome them to the building. If you want to, of course. I mean, you know, I... Um for one, don't like hippies, but maybe if you feel like you can potentially like a hippie, I mean, that's on you, you know, your journey. Uh, also, as a reminder, uh, make sure you turn in your EMC reports. That's the uh, estimated material component reports uh, for the coming year. Uh, just trying to get uh, some good solid numbers around that as well. That'd be really great, especially you, um, Terrence. Yep. And, you know... I'm just wondering how these clerics even got in the building. I mean, first of all, it's skunky in here. I'm just, I, I, and I know I, I'm, I'm fine being the first one to say it. And do you even think they're filling out their EMC reports? Well, Travis, they don't, they don't work for us. They're just our neighbors. First of all, neighbors work for each other, okay? I believe that's got to be somewhere in the Sylvanas scripts. Second of all... They don't work for nobody because there are a couple layarounds. I peeked in there. I saw how many beanbags they had going on. I doubt there's a single administrative individual in that whole office. Yeah, well, um, we can uh, definitely discuss this later. Um, but, uh, yeah, everyone, uh, make sure you turn those reports in by uh, 3 o'clock today. And, uh, yeah, get to work. And, of course, you do have your new fiscal year quills on your desk. I know that they do say Church of Sylvanas on them. I'm not sure. Uh, probably a mix-up, but they write fine. So, enjoy. Yeah, yeah. They, they write great, and so get to work using those quills. Fucking hippies. One hundred years ago, Marcus Royals founded the finest adventure architecture firm in the Forgotten Realms. Now, his firstborn son, Travis, along with lead designer Ian of the Hills, are tanking the company, one failed project at a time. If you require their services, write them a letter, and they may build you one of their dinky dungeons, shitty strongholds, or crappy castles. Ian, hello. Oh, hi, Travis. How are you? I'm doing so well. I, I I missed you. I missed you too. I mean, how is everyone? How is uh have you been able to, you know, put your father to rest yet? Um no. No. He's he's refuses. Um I'm making hints. Mm-hmm. I'm making very strong hints. With like uh with a cleric involved, maybe to kind of abjure him. I bring a cleric over. I, I have a a coffin just kind of in the living room. Mm-hmm. I look for the right time to kind of angle on him and see if I can push him in. Yeah. But no dice. Uh, he's a wily one. I mean, that's, you know, that's how he ran this company for so long. It's interesting that, you know, when I think lich, I think some of the liches that we put in our dungeons kind of like slow and kind of, eh, you know. 
Yeah, they always have their fingers like crinkled up like that, you know? They're very crinkly, right? Mm-hmm. Get my some dad yoga, just, am I right? My dad just did a triathlon the other day. You're kidding me. My dad came in fourth place, you know, but nevertheless, the guy finished. So was it like for his age bracket of like 3,000 year old? No, this guy what? was, this guy was putting 2,000 year olds down, leaving them in the dust. You're, that's amazing. The dust was coming from his, his bones. Yeah. Liches do tend to be rather dusty. The man is dusty, but he won't give up. It's inspiring and frustrating. Sure. And uh, definitely uh, chilling as well. But that could be this, you know, him casting chill touch on you or something like that. I'm spooked out all the time. I'm I'm emotionally cold and very literally cold. He keeps it so cold in the house. It's a problem. You know, I, I I'm sorry. I feel like I, I feel like I've done this again, where I've baited you into turning this into a talk about your father uh, issues, and I, I don't mean to do that. It's just you know your father's shadow is looms so large on this company, and I, I I don't mean to keep bringing it up. Yeah, and it is strange that he had that muralist paint his shadow on the building. It's something that I am looking into getting removed, but I think I just got to get him in this coffin first. I just can't imagine he's going to be okay with it. But it's also weird because you can only see it from like, you know, 20,000 feet up in the air. It's just kind of like, it seems like a weird abstract thing from in the office. It's incredibly massive. It truly is. And if we ever do have to close up some of those off, well, that's, I shouldn't even say that. There's no situation where that would happen. Um, I'll tell you what, let's let's get into it. I've got the letter right here. Great. This one from Unappreciated in Union City. It starts off, hello, Travis and Ian. You with me so far? I, I am. Uh, hello, Unappreciated. Wow, that was good. Unappreciated says, I really admire all the hard work you put into your dungeons. I felt the slide boss at the end of the water park adventure was incredibly clever. Ah, Ian, they liked yeah. your slide All right. I did think it was cool that you kind of had the three slides come to life. And then as you chopped off the front of each slide, the, the slides would multiply. I thought that was incredible. Yeah, it was a real slidezilla situation. And that's part of why Unappreciated is writing us. He said, I'm assuming he, sorry, apologies. It's a new year. See, my party doesn't give a flying fuck about dungeon design. I set up ingenious puzzles and traps, and they don't even bother to figure them out. All they care about are monsters. Ah, like the Slydra. Dumb big monsters. Can you give me a few ideas for some big bads I can throw their way? I know you usually work for free, but I've included some jolly ranchers. And I, as you can see, some, some strange gemstones here and huh. some sort of wrapping. Okay. I mean, um, I can, uh, I guess, identify a little bit later and uh, let you know what flavors they are. Be very careful of those. I'm not sure I, I trust and appreciate it here. Okay. Um, I've included some jolly ranchers. Not sure you have those in the Forgotten Realms. No, we don't for good reason. These things are terrifying to me. Yeah. Thankfully, unappreciated in Union City. Okay. That's an interesting state to be, to be thankfully unappreciated. You know, they're putting out the energy that they want to receive back from the world. 
Yeah, no, I can't argue with that. I mean, it's, you know, new year. I think that's good to kind of really put that out there and be get, get aspirational in 2021, whatever year that is. <laughs> and we should say we're all saying new year. We we mean new fiscal year. Yes. Yeah. Even though we are doing these for free, it is really all about the money. You know, I have my clock set to when the dungeon markets open. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's really the only way to set your time at this point. I mean, if you're waking up before that, then why why bother, right? You're just wasting money. And I agree. And yet a lot of people get very upset with me about it. So I'm glad you're on the same page because when I show up two hours, seven hours late for a meeting, people are furious with me. And I'm like, guys, do we want to make money or not? (laughs) I mean, I assume they do. I mean, I guess some people just want to make dungeons just for the art of it. And that was old me that I used to want to do that, be that too. But I think that like this year, this fiscal year, I'm taking a much more vested interest in the company and I'm ready to be a company man, Travis. I want you to know that. Thank you. And when you say things like that, I got to be honest, chills go through my spine and not lich chills. These are good chills. Okay. I feel so incredibly over the moon when you say stuff like that, because A, it makes me feel like I made the right choice in bringing you here. Thank you. B, I feel like you're growing. I feel Thank like you. all the time we put in, I'm sorry, we, I, we have to switch gears. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, monsters. Here, okay. Here's an idea. So thinking about the new fiscal year, what if it was a monster? that uh maybe stole the player's gold like actively like the longer they fought it the more gold uh it would steal from them well that's very interesting what do you think it would use to do that i mean is this some sort of billion handed i'm really just imagining a cluster of arms is that kind of how you're picturing it or i was thinking of a gold magnet Uh, so (laughs) So in your mind, this is a very large magnet. Uh, yeah, with legs, and it could have a lot of arms, too. Does it have... Now, in my head, I'm picturing the cartoonish horseshoe-style magnet. Is that also mm-hmm. what's what you've got going on? I mean, I imagine that probably... Uh, I'm not sure what exactly the magnetic properties of gold are, but I... This is the Forgotten Realms and magical items abound. I mean, why couldn't it just have a magical property that it just absorbs gold? Okay. Are you the, the shape of this bad boy? Are you thinking horseshoe? I just need some clarity here before I'm going to lose oh, it. Oh, okay. Uh, let's go with no. Okay. Now I am lost. So you're imagining... Okay, so it's not a real magnet. It can be a magic magnet, which... Mm-hmm. I believe all magnets are magic, but that's fine. We'll move on. Yeah, I can't prove how they work. So maybe it's got a bunch of arms, but we do know that when you hit the thing, you, you're you spending money. You're kind of spending money to make hits. Yep, absolutely. Uh, wow. Maybe it's like a, you know, a modified mimic kind of thing where that's actually consuming your gold. Oh, you think it's eating it up? Yeah. If I kill the modified mimic magnet, can I cut it open and get, get my gold back? Uh, well, I think that really kind of depends on maybe how you kill it. I think that maybe there should be a, a very special way you have to kill it. It's much like uh, that famous um, fugu, I believe it is, the blowfish, where uh, it's actually very poisonous unless you prepare it the exact right way. And I think killing it perhaps the right way is uh, uh, an important part of it. 
maybe that would be a challenge for the players. Hey, Fug, you too. All right, you don't have to cuss <laughs> at me. We're trying to do a show here. Sorry, it's you know I'm just so I'm so pumped about this new fiscal year. This fiscal year, we are making all our money back, baby. Every dime we spend on dungeons, we are putting one of these magical magnets in there to reclaim some of those losses. And if they don't weave their magic missile so perfectly around this thing's gold gland to kind of surgically remove it from the mass of this thing, they're fucked. We got their money, baby. Well, so I think I was thinking kind of like a uh, a magnet because if you were to like reverse the polarity of the magnet, it would cause it to essentially like barf up all of the gold it's eaten, which could then kind of still create a problem because it's now shooting gold at you, which, well, huh. great if you've got your bag of holding open, but, you know, potentially if you're not aiming right or not catching right, uh, could be rather painful. Okay. So this is not a fugu organ. This is some sort of uvula that you can hit on this bad boy to just make it start spewing gold everywhere. You know, that was not what I had in mind, but as soon as you said it, I think the uvula is perfect. And just to really narrow in on this thing, can it be just a big old mouth? Sure. I mean, you seemed partial to the lots of arms. Do you want lots of arms too? Maybe it's like a a, a beholder, but instead of like that big eye, it's just got a big mouth. And instead of like all those eye stalks, it just has a bunch of hands. And unfortunately, I hate to tell you, Ian, I am sexually attracted to this monster. I, I do wish you hadn't said that, but if you think that's the best direction for this company to go to is to develop monsters that you're sexually attracted to, then, you know, maybe there's a market for it. I mean, you do have a pretty good sense for those things. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just telling you like it is this fiscal year. I'm trying to tell it like it is more. I guess I appreciate that. Uh, do you have a, well, do you have a name for this, um, so uh, steamy, sexual, gold-consuming, barfing monster? Yep, this is called the mmm. Uh, how do you spell that? It just write a bunch of M's until you're tired. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the, that's a, that, it's that's the a baby ma- one, is that mm-hmm? mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got, all, it's got a bunch of little mm-hmm scurrying around the cave. And then when you find it, you go, mmm, that's, that's a big bad. Is the number of M's equal to the number of hands it has? Now, let's not get greedy, Ian. But yes, it is exactly that. I think okay. that's fair. Okay. So that's the mmm locked in. I think we all love them. Yep. I think I kicked that one off. What What do you got, Ian? Well, uh, let's see. Another monster. What could be? What's a really terrifying thing that could really get these players excited uh you know what i think is always really kind of a difficult thing is uh monsters that fly and that's true i mean we've had that problem throughout all our dungeons every time we kind of make a floating island dungeon um vertical tower no stairs dungeon oh yeah um, first of all if these people skip the room that gives them the wings to make them fly they're screwed no aracocra fucked you're done yeah all right you got to resort to rope trick, and that's, you know, only works so well. Rope trick and portal and all, all through that friggin' floating island 
planet. It's tough. Yep. I feel for these guys. So, uh, yeah, I mean, like a flying monster. Uh, what could be a really difficult flying monster? You know what I think? Uh, I think uh, a famous D&D monster, or um, excuse me, uh, Forgotten Realms uh, monster that's uh, harried many adventures is a, a gelatinous cube. But what if he gave a gelatinous cube wings? I'm scared. Yeah? I what, don't. What about that makes you so scared? I don't know that we can. First of all, I'm I'm, I'm thinking insurance problems right mm-hmm. off the bat. Okay. Okay. Already, our, our insurance company is a little pissed with how many cubes we're adding because, as you know, a cube gets loose in the storeroom. They eat up everything. They melt it all down, just leaving slime everywhere. Oh, is that why we ha- were hiring all those kobolds for a while? We were hiring the kobolds. Kobolds. Sorry. <clears throat> We are hiring the kobolds to sleep up the slime, of course. But, you know, even then, where do they put the slime? Right. Right. So they put it in the slime recycling, of course. Slime mm-hmm. recycling overfilled. Now we're in a pickle because we got jelly everywhere. Mm, okay. Well, uh, is there something that we could do with this excess slime, perhaps? Tell you what. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh. Travis. Travis. You animate the slime recycler to spew out this slime and have that be the the monster where it's a it's a real, you know, recycling the recycler. You're telling me the slime recycler is flying around all willy nilly spewing out slime everywhere. Absolutely. And, you know, that slime is super caustic. And if you're it comes in contact with something that's not a magic item, bingo, bingo, disintegrated. I mean, this this sounds affordable. You're telling me we all we do is put a couple wings on that slime recycler we already got? Well, we would need to cast a spell to animate it and make it, you know, a semi-sentient well, sure, creature. But I, yeah. you know, well, I can animate that. That's fine. I mean, we definitely have some, some gnomes who could take care of that. That's interesting. And where does it kind of lurk about? I'm just trying to imagine its, its environment. Well, I think... Uh... Well, probably at the Forgotten Realms dump, right? It's uh, kind of taken over and gained sentience and created a you know a garbage tower of recyclables. I love that. This slime machine kind of haunts local dumps, spewing slime at anybody who, you know, comes looking for their cool sword or something else they might have thrown away, maybe an interesting scroll that they forgot to shred. And all of a sudden, here this thing comes tear an ass yeah i mean a lot a lot of people don't realize that you know like when, when like your magic wands break the material in the center of those is uh valuable and powerful material and just to kind of throw that away without proper you know breaking down of those components is toxic and have dire consequences as uh, over time i don't really like you fitting in those kind of environmental talking points of this cast but otherwise i do agree with you Speaking of which, can the wings be made of trash? Absolutely. I mean, I think that they could be like uh, maybe one of them could be a discarded left boot of flying. And perhaps mm-hmm. the other one is, uh, you know, pieces of a failed kobold or gnomish invention. Oh, so you're thinking very, <laughs> you're kind of thinking comically small wings on this bad boy. Because the slime, the slime recycler is massive. It's, it's what? 
half the size of a broomstick soccer pitch. I mean, the thing is huge. I suppose it could be, you know, perpetually casting, you know, Bigby's hand and kind of holding itself own self up too. Ooh, just kind of tossing itself about. Yeah, it's kind of like on its own, like its own, like sedan chair of cradling itself as it kind of hovers around. I like that. I like the, I like it gliding. Okay. okay. Because one thing I know, I'm just reading, let me read back at Unappreciated's letter here. Writing you, see my party to. Yeah. See, these Unappreciated's adventurers, they're skipping right past all sorts of crazy cool rooms that he's coming up with. They're not they're not getting to see all the treasures that lay in store for them. So, you know, he can put as many friggin wings and, and boots and and hats that fly. He can put them all over and these people ain't going to find it. So I, I do hope that even the I want to idiot proof this this monster, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, the great thing about having it hover around is uh, you don't have to wait for the adventurers to come to it. It's going to come to you. I love it. Do you have a name for this? Uh, I think it's just the FSR. Flying Slime Recycler. Yep. Fissure, we call him. Mm-hmm. Man, he's going to be spitting out everywhere. I, and we do apologize, of course, to everybody who owns a dump near this this adventuring party that unappreciated overseas. We're happy to kind of work out a rental deal with you if if we need to i mean honestly the way i'm imagining it sure is he spewing slime everywhere absolutely but i think once we animate this guy's gonna do his own dishes he's gonna be a great kind of roommate uh to have on your property well maybe i travis uh, you know thinking about kind of like our this new fiscal gear and new opportunities perhaps maybe rather than looking to apologize to the uh magical dumps and uh, landfills uh maybe we look at more of like kind of a timeshare scenario where we're like renting out their thing and we give them you know a small portion of the profits but it kind of it's easier for us to manage overhead and locations for this and what they can go to other dumps around the world <laughs> uh, maybe timeshare is not the correct word on that but maybe it's more of like a you know turning it into a venue to rent essentially and already i think folks are going to be a little mad about that because obviously you know, some of our wizards internally have just gotten into trouble for sharing time with each other. They were caught in the break room, passing time around, sharing it. And it was time that didn't belong to them. Yep. And they used it all up. And now that time is just gone forever. That new uh, release of those temporal spells kind of really can uh, mess with stuff here. And it's, you know, it's really unfortunate that people have to abuse that. Everybody, this is a PSA. Please stop abusing time. You can fight it. Okay? Yeah. We have no resources to point you to. We didn't check that out before starting this episode. But I'm sure if you look hard enough, there are resources to stop sharing time. Thank you. And as the problematic goblins in Warcraft always said, time is money. They were always saying that. I love those guys. (laughs) We really got to give them a call. Yep um okay what, do you have a, any other ideas for monsters you mean yeah i have an idea for a monster a very small monster that's i think so often you want to go big with monsters mm-hmm. 
This one is very, very small. I'm going to say about the size of an ant. Oh, okay. And you're not worried that the adventurers are just going to skip right over this? I mean, they seem to be pretty uh, in in the hurry. They can try, okay? They can try to. I'll tell you what happens. You skip over this guy. He's going to grab your little ankle, and he's going to throw you to the ground, and he's going to toss you back and forth all, all comic book style. Bang, boom, bang, boom, bang, boom. All of a sudden, that adventurer, dead, done. How does he do that? Or it do that? It's interesting. You know, I'm imagining something that is so small that we can't even describe it. Huh. Are you describing a disease? It's kind of like a disease if a disease could punch you in the face. I mean, I, I've been sick exactly three times, and that third one did feel like I got punched somewhere. But this would be extremely literal. And also, you don't catch this disease. This disease catches you by the collar. Mm-hmm. And then he's kicking you in the dang old crotch. Do we have any ideas of uh, the best way to fight said monster that you is so small you can't see? I don't think you do fight it. I think oh, okay. you, I think you got to get away from this bad boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you got to first of all avoid it altogether. Ideally you just never encounter the damn thing. Mhm. But if but, like you said it's going to find you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean it's really it's it's a catch 22. And so much as he'll catch you 22 times and then murder you. Oh, okay. This uh, sounds like a very difficult encounter, Travis. <laughs> I don't think it's going to go well for anybody involved. I don't <laughs> think even Unappreciated is going to have any fun with this guy. Okay. I think and this is still the one that you want to suggest and we want to keep workshopping. I, I don't know if there is much more to say about him. Okay. All I'm going to say is don't fucking use this guy. I'm, okay. I'm so, going to have the guys get to work on him now, but I'm saying. Okay, yeah. You're, you're giving me a lot of mixed signals here of like, do, are we getting the R&D team to work on him? R&D team that I can answer that question with yes. And I will take no other questions at this time. Okay. But I do have one more question. And I will take that question. Okay. Travis, is this something you're developing to try to get your dad back into his coffin? I think that in this fiscal year, we need to look for synergy like that. And I'm going to say it was your idea. Okay. That's all I needed to know. And that's what I will tell anybody wearing any kind of suit that knocks on my door and asks. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, It was all developed for a podcast. And this guy, this guy's name? Yeah. Tiny Bastard. <laughs> Tiny Bastard. You don't like him. Woo! We got to move on. I'm, I'm scared to even speak about little Tiny Bastard. Woo, he's scary. <laughs> old old Tybee. <laughs> I do not like that guy. I'm freaking myself yeah. out. You go ahead. You start, you, go, you start talking about another monster before TV hears us. Okay, uh, we're going to do a fourth one here. Let's do five monsters. I think that's all That's all that Unappreciated is going to get is five. Okay, maybe they start being maybe mildly appreciated at that point. 
I think if you put all of these guys minus Tiny Bastard, because I think it's dangerous and irresponsible to inflict him upon any adventure, I think if you put four of these five guys in a kind of boss rush mode, where the room doesn't really matter, I guess What's-His-Face likes the dump a little bit, but room doesn't really matter, it just kind of cycles through, I think it's going to give this group plenty to do. Okay. I was thinking that perhaps another really terrifying monster that could really give these adventures uh, a run for their money would be one that is your father. Now, I think before we continue, we should do so carefully. Okay. Go on. I think that uh, your father does seem to be a rather wily one. And, uh, you know, I think that if he really wants to be able to continue to have an active hand in this co- this company despite you know dying and passing it on to you you know maybe he's got to start at the bottom and earn his chops working in the dungeon so you're telling me that your idea for the monster is my fit ass father running laps wearing his apple watch which of course is a apple you wear on your wrist that you can talk to you can bite it and every step you take the apple goes you have taken one step Mm -hmm. and it the next step it says you have taken an additional step totaling two steps today yeah everyone really appreciates the uh, vocal intonations so you're telling me your idea is that these guys come to some sort of crypt or cavern or uh Uh, giant empty room as you said giant empty room cafeteria and all of a sudden they just see my dad power walking doing laps around they ass and they're trying to blast him with magic missiles and he's out running them every step of the way yeah i'm kind of imagining an abandoned mall and your dad and his you know snow white trainers just kind of speed walking through it all i mean good luck to them man i'm listen am i offended that, that you would even suggest this of course that's my dad do I think they stand a snowball's chance in hell in taking this old man out? No. And in fact, I think he will only grow stronger. He's going to use these people to, to train. Well, what about the tiny bastard? Tiny bastard? We got to build a fortified cage so so strong. You know, it's kind of like, could you build a boulder so big that even God couldn't move it, man? I think it depends on the god, right? I mean, but you don't want tiny bastard in a mall. I'll tell you that firsthand. Okay, they are they are going to ruin the property value so quick. Who tiny bastard? I we we were moving on. Let's talk about my father being put inside this mall to kill these young travelers. I mean, I like it. Okay, well, yeah, we'll just, uh, we'll stat up your dad and we'll put it out there. I've come around on it. I think that we should really get some people trying to put him down. And I think I, I'm picturing pitching this to the old man and he's going to say, hell yeah, bring it on. Yeah, he's got to work his way up the back up the feed chain again, you know, just like you did. The problem is, first of all, this is, you know, a man who built this, obviously, this adventuring architecture firm from nothing against all odds i mean is he really a man anymore though well he was when he was doing it of course he's not now he's monster clearly yeah 
man or monster, I'm going monster. Was he a monster then? Based off some of the things he did to me, it could be argued. My therapist says probably. But I think now there is no question it's he's a literal monster. And I do think kind of starting to throw him into all of our dungeons, because I got to be honest, just reading about Unappreciated's party, they will die. I mean, maybe. It sounds like they've been able to handle a lot of the monsters that Unappreciated's been throwing at them. Well, yeah, but if they're skipping the room with the big bads. That's true. If they're just. Well, it sounds like that maybe they're skipping the puzzles and things like that, and the traps and all that hoo ha. Okay, so maybe they are. I mean, honestly, either way, net net, as we say in the business world, I'm up. Whether dad becomes kind of a monster that people all over the Forgotten Realms feel like they need to take on. And we kind of have dad touring and I mean, he'd love it. You know, his his new thing now that he's kind of beaten business is that he likes physically beating anybody that kind of comes near him. It's true. I mean, I I have noticed that you have been wearing that full plate armor when you've been heading back home. And, you know, so my worry is that unlike Tiny Bastard, who just makes such quick work out of you, dad really likes to turn it into a full on meal. Right. He'll he'll sit there eating your lunch for six sessions if you let him. You know, that sounds like an unappreciated problem at that point. He starts with these weird kind of non-violent physical challenges. Like, see how far you can throw this thing. He'll just pick any damn thing up. You're at the mall. You know, he'll pick up kind of a limited edition broomstick baseball helmet. He'll say, uh-huh. yeah. He'll say, throw this over there. Shop put it. Yeah, I mean, those are, I was, you know. And he uh, wins every time, boy. Does he? Every time. (laughs) Believe me, when I'm not in this office, I go home, and my dad is just challenging me to all these strange, you know, hold this board, watch me break it. It's like, I know, I've seen you break it every night for the past six weeks, Dad. Have you thought about moving out? Ian, I've got another idea for a monster. Uh Uh-huh, go on. I'm going to text my dad right now. Hold on. Sorry, I was texting dad. He's into it. He loves this idea. Okay. Unappreciated. My dad is on his way to Union City. I don't know where that is, but this new monster. What do people like in a boss, Ian? Uh, I have one word in mind, and if you say a word that's different than that word, then I may get upset. Treasure? Eh. Phases phases oh people love a boss with phases how many what do you think the average number of phases in a boss is uh i would say one okay i was thinking three but one's pretty good well no i i think in general there's usually just one phase (laughs) and boss boss shows up boss is boss okay so technically you're right and literally you're right but figuratively am i right we don't know for sure. I, mean, I No, I don't know. I mean, I'm just a dungeon designer. I'm not an adventurer. Yeah, and you're well-read. And yeah, you know all these li- literal stats, right? And I'm and I, who am I but somebody who owns the entire frigging company where you work, right? Yeah, my exceptionally handsome boss. Thank you, yes. I'm thinking we need a boss. So in these three-phase boss, what is it? 
they, they're wearing armor. Phase two, the armor's knocked off or it's cracked. Mm-hmm. Phase three, no more armor and probably it's red and it's angry at you. Uh, do you think that like in uh, phase two where the armor is cracked, like its power is leaking out and depending on like the angles at which the players hit it, there's like beams of caustic energy that leak out and could give them, you know, a little singeing. So what you just said right there, mm-hmm. I think is exactly why you work here. And let me blow your mind real quick. Uh-huh. Imagine Please. if that phase is one of 68 phases. All right. This is a boss with so many phases, so many layers of armor, so many addendum things hanging off of it. Now, Travis, I I know that we were we did receive a some amount of compensation for this uh, in the form of these happy ranchers. I don't like talking about them, but yes, I'm I'm seeing them. Yeah. And I'm seeing you touch Um, them. Oh, my God. Okay, he's touching them. You know, they seem to be in a protective casing. But do we have it in the budget to create a boss that has... uh, And I'm sorry, what was the number of phases that this thing has total? 68. 68 phases? Okay. It's 68 phases. Yeah. Okay. Uh, And I assume the 69th phase is death? The 69th phase... Is a bit adult, wouldn't you say? Uh, you know, it can. Uh, this is an all ages show. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's coming and going. It's it's sixty eight phases because we keep a clean show and we keep a clean house. And I understand what you're saying about budget. Okay, yes, yeah, we only have two Jolly Ranchers to rub together. But here's what I'm thinking: the whole thing's made of cardboard. Okay, so it's so potentially you could be going through the first several phases in one go. No, I don't think that. I do think that each phase has an elaborate kind of animation that this boss has to play out. Mm-hmm. But, but I'll I'll give you this: each phase is like one HP. Okay. So every time you hit the darn thing, it's a new phase. But you do have to see kind of its elaborate, like you hit it. It staggers back. 13 cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> it says, and, you know, it's, I don't know. It's like cardboard nipple gets a little chip in it. And it kind of storms around the room. And you're like, you're like trying to skip. <laughs> you're trying to fast forward. <laughs> uh-huh. But you can't. I mean, you got to yeah. sit there and watch it. Yep. And uh, subtitles and everything. Oh, so many the that's where we'll really spend our budget is the giant floating letters in the middle of the dungeon. Uh-huh. Like kind of, you know, every time it's like you think you have defeated me, but you have not defeated me. <laughs> All your phase are belong to us. All your face are belong to us. Get ready for my cardboard sword attack. <laughs> Oh, you've thwarted my cardboard sword attack. (laughs) Now I'll enter into my defensive state. It is ruined. How dare you break my famous shield? Did you just breathe on me? Nobody ever breathes on me. 
It does like that a you lot. Should, you should wear a mask. <laughs> Breathing on people is not cool in this day and age. Damn. You know who would have a field day with this guy? Who? Tiny Bastard. <laughs> I can't argue with that. This is like Tiny Bastard's ultimate weakness. When he come up there and every time he touched the man, you got to watch a cutscene. So this is your plan to actually be able to manage and mitigate Tiny Bastard in the event that something goes horribly wrong in the R&D department? I think it's so genius. <laughs> I, think this is, I think this is Tiny Bastard's one true this weakness. This will cause Tiny Bastard to actually kill themselves. Yeah, Tiny Bastard turns those fists of fury right into his own face. His tiny, uh-huh. tiny face that you... So tiny you can't even see it. And he takes those two tiny hands and he just beats himself up to a pulp right around. I'm thinking phase 31. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'd be impressed if it lasted that long. Wow, what a real just hall of, uh, well, not heroes. I guess a monster isn't a, a hero, but they, they feel like heroes to me at this point. I feel like I know them all. Well, I do know my dad. Well, I mean, one man's monster is another man's hero, so. And one man's dad is the friggin' monster we're putting in a dungeon. Every dungeon that they ask us to build from here until, I don't know, I guess either dad wins or they win. Well, your dad wins. We put him in another dungeon, you know? Got to find somebody who's going to beat him. And that does worry me a little bit. And, oh, he likes it cold. Look forward to a bunch of cold dungeons for the next few months again. I hope, hope you weren't tired of it. Well, maybe we play that to our advantage, but we can probably discuss that next time, I think. Do you think there's a world where we can kind of make a winter water park, see what a frozen slidra looks like? If there is, I would expect someone to write it in and request it. And that, my friends, is our sign-off. Send us letters. Ian, it was great hanging out with you and, and doing our pro bono podcast. Travis, thanks for continuing to pay me. I'm going to, oh, dad's calling me now. And we'll talk about the payment. I know it's been a minute, but I I think it couldn't be longer than two weeks. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. So goodbye, Ian. All right. Bye, Travis. Wow. Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon free of charge, Send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappycastles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. Till next time, keep it crappy.